Welcome back to the Bravo Dog Knowledge Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Erdman. I'm a certified dog trainer and behavior consultant, and I own bravodog.ca. Find us on Instagram at bravodogtraining. And today we are talking about advocating from within your profession. And we've got Mandy from Woof Culture with us. So tune in and we hope you enjoy it. Mandy, hello. How are you? Hello, hello. I am doing mighty fine. How are you? <laughs> Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, Taking some of time on I'm this. Excited. It, what probably is your day off? I'm questioning if that's a thing for an entre- entrepreneur. <laughs> oh, girl, no days off ever. Seven <laughs> days a week. I hear you. I hear you. Well, thanks for taking the time today. Um, how do I pronounce your last name, by the way, properly? Thank okay. you for asking. No, it is Bowtell. I always Bow-tel. tell people you take a bow and you tell them about it. Love it. It's the easiest but I'm, way to remember. See, as a Canadian, though, our our, our French Canadian would be Boutet. Right. right. And it's almost yeah. like the spelling of bottle. I've gone down this many times <laughs> with people. <laughs> well, I'll call you Mandy B. Um, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, that's easier. Cool. Well, thanks for joining us today. So, um, just why don't you introduce us to your to uh, to everyone? Tell us who you are, what you do, that type of thing. Right on. Well, I am Mandy B. Um, <laughs> I certified dog trainer and certified dog walker. I have been in the industry for the last holy six going on seven years now. Um, I am also entrepreneur. I am phasing my way out of the training world and kind of focusing on supplying R plus humane training to dog owners, dog people, just trying to spread awareness through my clothing for the right. most part. Yeah. And so tell us about the uh, this business, the clothing and accessory business. I guess I could call it ex- accessories, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like apparel. Fun I guess. stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, do you want to kind of know how I got started? Yeah, or absolutely. Why? Yeah. So I feel like I've told most people it's it was basically I was sick of seeing all the tacky dog mom, dog trainer shirts and the really everyone knows it. It's that really tacky cursive font and it's so cutesy and you can't really read it. And I was talking to my husband and I was just like, dude, like I want shirts to wear while I'm working so people can see me with a dog, Mm -hmm. realize I'm training, realize what I'm doing. Like, you know, it says reward your dog or, you know, stuff like that. And I wanted people to make the connection so as to, you know, it was a little selfish in the beginning. <laughs> I just wanted to self-advertise myself for yeah. my training business. And I started, like, we got some samples. I wore them when I was training and I was like, okay, this is working. Mm-hmm. People are noticing, they're seeing it. And Josh, my husband was like, why don't we just make a t-shirt business? I know what we can do. I have an idea. Let's do it. And I was like, dude, <laughs> No one's going to buy our t-shirts. How wrong was I? Yeah. And he was like, I have this idea. Why don't we call it woof culture? And I was like, whatever. All right, sure. I'll go along with it. <laughs> and it was the moment when I listened to Shout out to Hannah Brand again. I listened to her <laughs> podcast and she was going over how reinforcement drives behavior. And she always drove that home. And I was like, why don't we just put it on a t-shirt? And then why don't we send it to her and see what she thinks? And she lost her marbles over it. 
she got really excited. I started wearing it more and I noticed more people were getting excited on the nerdy spectrum <laughs> of it because they're like, you're right. Reinforcement does drive behavior. And that's the whole basis behind our methods of training and finding out what drives dogs to get the results we want with them. And seeing people make the connection and start the conversations from that one t-shirt kind of just catapulted me. That's a cool story. I didn't know that that's where it sort of all started was with that one sort of concept. Um, Well, so we went really basic in the beginning. We were trying to do like, you know, black dogs, take hikes on weekends and (laughs) woofers, doggers, puppers. And I'm like, that's too generic. I don't think it's niched enough. And there is this, um, there was not anymore, but there was an (laughs) untapped market for R plus force free promotion in t-shirts because I don't know if most people know this, I'm sure they don't, but most of the dog training related shirts, they were being generated out by uh, more balanced people, which is not something I ever wanted to support. So I'm like, yeah, why don't I just freaking go with it? Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's amazing. It's where we are now. We like, we have customers in Japan, Mm -hmm. Poland, Finland, like Germany, Australia, New Zealand, and I'm just blown away. That's amazing. From a t-shirt. Like. Yeah. But it's amazing how pl- certain platforms can really give you the opportunity to um, to reach people and get the message to them that it is helping dogs. I mean, it really is advocacy um, for the welfare of animals, you know? And, and oh, yeah. to think that you're you're making a difference on that level is huge. Um, yeah, I still can't wrap my head around yeah. it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, it, and, and, it, and it opens up the conversation, like you said, like people are interested or, you know, they ask you, hey, well, what does that mean? Or, you know, and then it gives you the opportunity to have a discussion with people. So right. it's yeah. something, something I noticed and it's something I always pointed out. People are more visual learners. Like think about mm-hmm. when you are working with a client and it helps when you visually show them the mechanics so that they can get it down it's the same thing when they read the t-shirt they see the shirt they understand what you're talking about and they make the connection faster the amount of conversations I've sped through because they're like oh shirt got it oh got the point okay that makes sense when I'm seeing the wording and how you're applying it to our training methods yeah. And I think the that more, yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the more that these messages are, are becoming, uh, I guess a little bit more mainstream, like the more mm-hmm. people see these messages, the more it makes sense to them, the more that they're going to lean towards doing that. Right. So oh, I, I mean, it, it all just sort of, it, it adds up, right. It, mm-hmm. and it makes a difference. So, So I think, I mean, it's amazing that you can actually have a business that involves advocacy and you're, yeah, you make a difference. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And, and I think that a lot of, I don't know about you, but I know for myself is that, um, sometimes I feel a little bit, I don't know if it's like guilt. Like I feel at first I feel a huge responsibility that if I'm working with animals that I'm advocating for their, well, their well-being and their welfare, I think if you you're shouldn't not, be profiting. Yeah. You feel like you <laughs> shouldn't be profiting because it's, it's sort of morally um, wrong. Right. So I yeah. do struggle with that. Obviously I can't work for free. Um, 
<laughs> it's it's not going to happen. <laughs> but I think that at the very minimum, if you're working with animals, that you should be contributing to their welfare, improving Absolutely. it on some level. Um, right. I, so- I feel like I, I had a hard time sitting with that in the beginning and being mm-hmm. like, oh, these trainers and these awesome dog owners and dog people are getting really excited about my stuff and I'm profiting Mm -hmm. from it. And I had to really grapple with that and realize like, no, this is my business. I'm doing this for a reason. It's a bigger picture and that's what I need to focus on. Yeah, exactly. And it would be like, you know, veterinarians, they can't work for free despite the fact that some people think they should, which is insane. Um, but they, they just can't and they shouldn't. I mean, do you think about how much money we've most good trainers and good, um, animal advocates, they've invested in themselves educational wise. Right. And they've spent money, um, to, to, to be able to provide this information to people. So it's like, we can't, you know, in running a clothing company, having Mm -hmm. the websites, having all the software integrations I have, it is not cheap. Yeah. People are like, oh, it must be so easy. No, there's a reason why I work seven days a week and I'm exhausted, but I love what I do. People are like, why don't you hire someone on? I'm like, I don't want to. I love it. I love what I do. And that. Yeah, exactly. Like I loved training, but this is like a whole nother type of passion for me. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it combines creative with advocacy, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, so that's amazing. So you've decided to do this full time. So you're not you've trained dogs for and and people for a long time. Now you've sort of shifted over here to this direction. And then your husband also um, do you guys both work on the the digital side of the you know, working as a consultants for our plus trainers with their websites and, and branding and stuff? Or is it just him? It's mainly just him. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm eventually trying to move into social media management and coaching for oh, okay. people. Okay. Yeah. I'm headed in that direction, but it's like, I need to take care of this baby first and then I'll right. get there eventually. Yeah. Um, no, but he, he's phased out of training. He focuses on separation anxiety training. And then he also does all the digital marketing for our plus trainers. Right. I think our whole thing is we loved being a part of the community, but we see where the community needs help. And we would rather help elevate trainers and get them seen more so that we can, again, spread more awareness and help more people learn about humane methods. Yeah, the business side of things is tricky. I mean, I think that that's it's overwhelming. Yeah. And it's, it's, when you you're focused on working with clients and and you know getting their notes to them and and following up and all that stuff on top of that you've got to be relevant in the industry through social media which is not easy um you've got to maintain your website all that stuff it's it's tough and I think finding somebody to help you with your business stuff is so difficult because they have to have a grasp of your direction like your passion Mm -hmm. your morals and ethics and then um they have to understand the business like working with animals right it's hard it's i don't it's it's not easy and it's not it's it's like we already certified trainers it's already hard like we go through the certification process we do all that learning we apply it all and then it's like oh did we not tell you, you need to learn all about social media. You need to learn about email marketing. You need to have a good running website with mobile capability. It's like, mm-hmm. wow, 
how can you guys take that all in? I'd rather help you. Yeah, I don't think, and I don't think it's realistic for somebody to, to do all of that unless they've got a no. background in it. I mean, I'm lucky I have a background in it so I can do my own stuff, but I'm, I'm in the minority. So it's, right. it's super exactly. overwhelming for people. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think, it, you know, when it comes to social media too, it's interesting because I think, yeah, you really have to, to realize it can be a powerful platform. Like you can, you can send the right message out there or you can send the wrong message out there. And I think it can be, to me, it's almost scary how much you can influence people by the messages that you put out there. Oh, it, I did not realize it would bring the community together as much as it has. And I mean, speaking of social media, that's the whole way we got discovered. Right. That's the, that's my main platform of how I market and how I got people on board was showing them I'm a real person showing them I have the same ethics and values as them and not just you know another t-shirt company trying to make money off of them yeah yeah and so was most of it did it all start on Instagram or was it both Facebook and Instagram it's mainly been Instagram I'm slowly trying to build the Facebook to where the Instagram is but it's our whole platform um is Instagram Yeah. And I think, you know, it makes sense to do what you're good at as well. Like a lot of times I I come across people that are, you know, they're confused. Do I do Instagram? Do I do TikTok? Do I do Facebook? Like I can't do them all. You can't do them all. You can't can't do them all. Well, I don't think Um, there might be some people, but I, I, I think focusing on like the one that you enjoy, first of all, because if you're going to spend a lot of time on a platform, you had better enjoy doing it. Because <laughs> you exactly. can tell if it's authentic or not. Um, so pick the one that you are drawn toward drawn towards and and work work really hard at that. And don't burn yourself out, which is extremely yeah. easy to do. And I have had to slow myself down so many times. But yeah, well when your phone is right there with you all the time, you're <laughs> I get be, stuck. yeah, you get sucked in. And so it's I, I'm totally guilty of that, is that I setting boundaries for yourself is really difficult when you run a business. Um yes. because you do especially feel like during a pandemic. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just it's right there. But it's a whole nother level. Yeah, exactly. And I think, um, I don't know about you, but in terms of um, engaging with people on the platform that you choose, I think, you know, if anybody's looking for advice on how to um, be more successful, the platform they choose, I would, I would say being authentic is huge. You know, being really true to your, your, what's, what's the word? It's not goal. It's, um, you know what I'm mission? saying? Mission. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being true to that and not following like what other people are doing, you know, I, cause people Oh God, tell. it's so hard too on social media. People can easily influence you. It's, it's yeah. just staying on your track, not swaying around on it, not letting people tear you down. Cause it's not going to be easy. Being an entrepreneur is never easy. Advocating for something it's never easy. It's going to be uncomfortable, That's, but it needs yes, to be. It is. And so, which is a, an excellent point, something that I think that we should talk about because when you're, okay, so let me put it this way. <laughs> if you are um, a positive reinforcement, humane trainer, you are I, a nine times out of 10, you're going to be talking about uncomfortable stuff. So uncomfortable stuff, 
uh, is going to be not using certain methods. And this is without bashing individuals. This is stating Mm -hmm. these are the facts about using these tools and these methods. Um, You're, you're, you're putting yourself out there. You're going to be putting yourself out there for somebody who uses those tools and those methods to possibly target you. I've been targeted before uh, by a social media and it's not fun. And that was without me targeting somebody or naming somebody it was about methods and tools so it's just you existing and having a mission you're a target exactly that exactly and and I think that you have to be prepared for that if you're going to do that I mean I I, and hey I'm not telling people what they should and shouldn't do like yet get off the fence or you know make a statement or don't do what's good for you but I think that you just have to be prepared that if you want change to be made in the industry or any industry that you work in that you have to be prepared for somebody to criticize you possibly target you and you have to be strong enough to just keep going um because it it is worth it but it's tough to go through it um so tell me a little bit about your experiences with you know your project your mission and what have the results been oh well, <laughs> you've been targeted too because you're oh, making yeah. statements about you know I'm making people feel uncomfortable yeah. I'm making them sit with things and realize things and it's not pretty I so when I started this when I started Wolf Culture I for the for a while first couple months of it um I didn't want to put my face with it. I didn't want to make it really? a personal thing. No, we were trying to leave it more like hands-off. Anonymous? And be kind of, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then I finally was like, that is it. I see all these powerful women like you and Jenny and like <laughs> all these awesome, I don't mean to name people, but all these no, amazing okay. women in the community. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's it. I'm done. I'm, I'm putting my face out there. I am associating this company with me. Yeah. This is my passion project have at it mm-hmm. and that opened up the floodgates and I was like whoa people don't like this all right okay um I took it a little personal in the beginning and then I kind of got a tough skin and realized okay you know what why are they doing this so what, what were they doing for I people do? that don't know what what was happening right so I released a t-shirt this was the main thing. I released the t-shirt that says ditch the prong hashtag prong is wrong. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of people that use prong callers came after me and they were just like, that's not right. Don't attack me. And I had to be like, Whoa, take a step back. I'm not attacking you. Mm-hmm. I made a t-shirt. Yep. If my t-shirt makes you feel uncomfortable, maybe you should think about what you're doing. Yeah. And I mean, I had a lot of people, like people were screenshotting and this is social media. They were resharing, posting in their stories, tagging me, bashing me. And you kind of just have to let it roll off your back because how social media works, them tagging me, them sharing me, they're Mm -hmm. helping the algorithm in my favor. That's true. (laughs) I'm like, thank you. You're, you're spreading awareness about me. You're getting visits on my website. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) yeah but so that's the thing even if you you perceive it as negative ultimately they're helping you because they're they're drawing more attention to your business it's true and when I finally realized that and accepted that I was like no well 
feel the way you feel. I'm not here to make, I'm not here to cross people over and convince them that what they're doing is wrong. That's not my mission. My mission all along from the get-go has just been to spread awareness to the average dog owner. Hey, realize that the methods that we grew up learning about in the 80s, 90s, 2000s are wrong. Mm-hmm. And animals learn a specific way and they have behavior and they have feelings. I'm not saying we need to anthropomorphize them. Which is but... a negative thing sometimes, to be honest with you. I think that exactly. people should, yeah. But I think, you know, once you, you accept that, yep, you're going to get criticized, you better be prepared mm-hmm. for it. But so there, that you, we can't let them control us. Yeah. And and we can't let them control us because here's the thing is that you are not criticizing a person or what they are doing. You are stating facts about a piece of equipment that works a certain way. It works because it hurts. It's not tickling or they would be pulling more often. And it's more (laughs) detrimental to any result you want. Like it's just that plain and simple. And I've had people come at me and my argument has just been, look, if a t-shirt makes you feel upset and insecure about your method maybe you need to rethink things yeah but don't come at me because all I'm doing is making t-shirts I did not personally attack you yeah I know and that's I I mean and you just have to be for anything to change we just we've got to be willing to um take some of the heat for this sometimes you know but I did Mm -hmm. find it interesting that who was it did somebody email you or was just like oh and I'm trying to remember what the scenario was where somebody was coming after you it because happens a lot. you aren't, <laughs> you are not making shirts showing the other side or something stupid like that, where it's, it's like, well, okay, the whole point of you making these shirts is because you do have a, uh, a mission and a goal in mind, you know, and oh, it's yeah. not for I that mean, direction. It's like, well, okay, then you make your own shirts person. Like <laughs> Exactly. And it's like, please try and do better than me. I'd love to see someone try. And don't buy mine. You don't have to. That's the great thing. You don't have life. to. I don't want your money. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're going to feel that way, I don't want your money. But um, you're not trying to change trainers' minds. That's the thing I think that, that is missed here is I, I'm not ever going to oh, it's completely trying missed. to change a, a dog trainer's mind that is not my goal or my journey like that is their journey if somebody nobody changes somebody's mind over social media in that way do you know what I mean exactly. like they've got no. to find their own direction it, and it's got, not going to have anything to do with me so I focus on people that live with their dogs or the average person um that's who I want to help you know people that exactly. are open I want to educate them about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's our, I think our job, right? So mm-hmm. I think um, that, that that's where the lines get a little bit blurred is that people get upset thinking, well, you're trying to tell me how to, to train or nope, I'm not at all. Like I really am not. I am going to continue telling people the facts about how tools work and methods work. Like they're facts. They're not my opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, do with it what you will. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I I've had people where it's like, Oh, I like their site until I saw that they were art plus. And it's like, okay. Uh, so you, you saw my website. And then the second I talked about using humane methods on dogs, you're that's what you're upset awful. you yeah. goodbye, get out of here. Like, yeah. okay. Yeah. But it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, 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 it is an interesting journey when you take a, a real stance on um, something to do with animals. 
So, you know, you just have to, I think it feels good though. Once you get to a point that you're just like, yeah, don't care. I mean, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because it's the right thing to do. Um, and, and being prepared to be criticized and get over it, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Josh just started running Facebook ads and I'm like, Oh, people are going to say things. And he was like, so what? They don't have to buy our stuff about everything. Like if you go on to a celebrity's, um, uh, Instagram page, it doesn't matter what they post. There's always going to be somebody saying something super asinine and really just, just mean. Debbie Downer or negative Nancy. They just need to, you know, make a dig. You can't, you cannot please everyone. So I think for dog trainers out there, if there are any listening to this or anybody working with pets, if you have a passion towards animal welfare, don't, I want to encourage you to put those messages out there, you know, make sure they're accurate, of course, but don't be discouraged by somebody who might make a negative comment. You know, and if they do, just delete it. Exactly. You don't need to say, take that in. Social media is is yours, and it's so you. Yeah, you can control that. Um, but I wouldn't. The more messages that we get out there, the better. You know, so Absolutely. don't be afraid. Even if you're, you know, sometimes dog walkers say, "Oh, I'm just a dog walker." No, you're actually training dogs. I, I say that to them all the time. You you're you're making an impact on that that dog's life. You're providing structure and management in a positive way. You're adding a positive element to their life that they may not normally have. And it's one more person in their life that they feel comfortable and happy with. Yeah. So like when people, that's like a whole nother podcast probably, but I I, I like to give the the dog walkers, there are some amazing ones out there credit because they're, they're working really hard behind the scenes. And I think that their social media too can absolutely be about advocacy um, because they are improving or, you know, making their, their welfare either better or worse, they can decide. But um, the ones that are doing good, I. That. I didn't hear anything. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes calls try and get through when you're trying to do a podcast, you know? So oh, <laughs> I'm glad you it's didn't fine hear it. Yeah, we'll roll with it. I will edit it out or I won't. So (laughs) sorry, folks. We'll keep it real. Um, It's fine. Yeah, that's what this is about. But yeah, I think that you've got a platform. You're working with animals. I would encourage people to use it. Um, So hopefully that reaches somebody out there. I hope so. And I mean, just you can make your social media your own. You can make it clear what you will and will not tolerate. You should not feel that like, oh, this person said something. I shouldn't talk about it anymore. Because when you do that, you're letting it be okay that they can shut you down and silence you. That's the thing is this whole, um, there is a lot of, I I mean, bullying is a, (laughs) it's a big topic. Um, You know what, the word is thrown around a lot, but when you're targeting specific people, um, be for something that they believe in they're doing it, it's it, it's not okay when you're screwing with somebody's livelihood I think that that does go up above and beyond in a lot of cases you know you got to be really careful um, oh, yeah. pick your battles and the- you know um, so that you can feel good about yourself at the end of the day that's in in my opinion how honestly we can do things yeah and you know the, the the community that is the R plus community on Instagram is incredible. Yeah, it's I agree. I yeah, I'm and I didn't find it 
like I was on the like social media and everything when I was a trainer and a walker but when I became wolf culture that sounds weird like I became Batman (laughs) 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 but when I became wolf culture it was it just opened up to me and I was like oh my god like there are all these badass awesome people Mm -hmm. pushing and advocating for what I feel about and I just it's it sounds so cheesy but I like (laughs) felt at home and welcome yeah yeah. And I think that it's, it, it's so important because it can be an isolating world when you're Absolutely. working with animals and you're working towards a cause. Sometimes you, you, you are on your own, you're just working with clients maybe, and, and you can be alone in your head a lot. And I think oh, yeah. that having a supportive uh, network really helps if it's not in person, then it can be through social media. Um, and there are a lot of really good people uh, that are doing a lot of hard work. So well, that's about, how I found you. Yeah. Like I know. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <Speaking of. laughs> yeah. And I, and I'm super thankful, you know, for a lot of the people that I've uh, not met in person, but met virtually because of, I've actually learned a lot, especially in the last six months, to be honest with oh you. Oh my God. Yes. Um, learned a lot about um, different perspectives, um, how different struggles that people are going through and that things that I need to change. If you're not open to change, there's a problem. Yeah. Right? Cause we just can't keep saying the way it was that's not how history works no no there's change a, happens yeah. it's really uncomfortable but it is yeah but the it's best, how you get through it and the best feeling in the world I have to say is that when you maybe have a, a a way of thinking about something or have in the past and then somebody says something to you or shares something like shit you know what I've been looking at this the wrong way yes and when oh. you when you realize that like okay cool I can change that like I can change Mm -hmm. how I I I don't feel that way anymore that's how you grow I don't know that's just me this see this is me in my 40s (laughs) (laughs) I was like wait I don't have to follow everyone else I can oh but it feels good good it does feel good to change and especially major things you know like what's been going on in, in our world in the last six months which has been going on forever and ever I mean I'm I'm just saying that the realization for a lot of people has been happening recently um yeah but well I think it's all because of the pandemic and we're glued to our phones and we're in front of our computers more so we're seeing more and we're becoming more aware we're becoming woke as the youth say yes I mean still lots of work (laughs) to be done and continue to be um, always done but yeah it feels good so I, I which would lead me to say anybody who's thinking about changing what they're doing or their approach with their animals um or training is reach out you know there should not be judgment um towards people that are willing to make change and mm-hmm. you, we should be there to support them. So that's that's my perspective on on things. And, and hopefully we are approachable to do that. I would so. hope so. I mean, I try to welcome everybody with open arms. And yeah. I'm always open to a conversation. What I'm not open to is, you know, someone coming onto my page and just yelling at me shouting into the void of how I'm wrong instead of saying hey let's talk about things let's have a conversation that I am always open to yeah absolutely I know and and that doesn't mean that you're willing to change your mind about you know your stance on things but I think it's just you know okay if you want if you're interested in learning more about this versus you trying to teach me how hurting my dog is is an okay thing that's a totally different story right so yeah (laughs) so then what's on the horizon for you guys 
Hoy, um, what's the, well, so Digiwoof is the other business, correct? Because I don't think you said. Yes. Yeah. Okay. No, I did not. My bad. I'm such a bad wife. Yes. <laughs> Josh's business is Digiwoof. He, I, that man has turned me into a workaholic and I am not <laughs> mad about it. His work <laughs> ethic is above and beyond mine. I'm like, can you take a break? Um, he's focusing on trying to build up and empower a bunch of R plus trainers. He's currently doing a ton of uh, marketing and website and logo work for several people in our community. Excellent. I am just going to keep outfitting people. We just released a bunch of fanny packs. I plan to do more. Um, I just want to keep whipping out some really good stuff. I honestly have some really good designs planned for the next couple months. I'm really excited. Excellent. Um, it's amazing from where it's grown. When we first started, we had like a couple hundred followers and no one really knew who we were. Mm-hmm. And it's it's very gratifying to see all this happen and to see big people in our industry wearing my shirts. I fangirl every time I see Hannah Brannigan in my t-shirt Aww. or Lori, Laura That's Torelli. Awesome. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's your passion project, like you said, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's fantastic. So DigiWoof, and then we've got Woof Culture. Um, check them out if you haven't, you guys. There's some really fun stuff. You don't have to be a dog trainer to love the the designs because they're awesome. No. And um, we have ones that messages. don't cater to people. We have non-nerdy yeah. ones, like everything. We want to bring everyone in. We don't want anyone feeling isolated at all. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks for joining me today. It was fun chatting and catching up with you. Yeah. Thank you so yeah. much. I'm happy that I was able to do this and I hope people feel more comfortable about the conversations. They feel more comfortable about being open on social media. Yep. Absolutely. Agree. Agree. Thanks again. And we <laughs> awesome. will, maybe we'll have another chat sometime soon. Oh, you know, I'm down. Okay. All right. <laughs> Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Bravo Dog Knowledge Podcast. I wish you all excellent health and happiness, and I hope that you'll join us again. Take care.